0: All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG.
2: Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to your claim lawyers. A no-win, no-fee, personal injury Injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au
3: Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call thirteen twenty one ninety
4: one. The Monopoly game at Maccas is back. Download the MyMackers app and get in the game today. Welcome to the Maccas Run with Sam Hargraves.
2: Uh, yes, indeed. Welcome to the Maccas Run. I uh, hope you've had as good a day as you possibly can, however you've been putting it in, wherever you've been putting it in. It's great to have you on board the show this evening. Uh, Mac has run all about recapping uh, the major news of the day and allowing you to have your say uh, on that news of the day. And you can do so on the Harcourts Open line, 1300 736 736. For your move, your Harcourts, for all things real estate, speak to Harcourts. Uh, for all things sport, you are welcome to speak to me. You can text in on the uh, 40 Winks Temper text, 0433 98 Consumer choice winner. Temper mattresses, pillows, and adjustable bases conforms to the exact shape of your body. Uh, The Maccas run is all for McDonald's score a 1-4 chance to win with a Monopoly game uh, at Maccas. So certainly more of a sombre tone to the show tonight. It's uh, with a pretty heavy heart that I join you uh, on air. I can't remember a time in my career that I haven't wanted to come into work. Um, in light of the day's events, which we'll go through chronologically to bring you up to speed on what you may have missed. Now, you may have heard all this and you might have been glued to the station all day, but for those who might be getting into their car, have finished up work, might not be across um, what's been unfolding. In real time, across the course of the day, we will bring you uh, up to speed on that. But if you are like me, you would have woken up this morning and read uh, Russell Jackson's ABC report that uh, provided uh, first-hand accounts of three uh, separate experiences, told by three different uh, Indigenous former Hawthorne players, their partners and family under changed names to protect their identity uh, about their time and about what they went through um, in their words whilst they were at the Hawthorne Football Club. Now, within those accounts, there are some very, very disturbing, harrowing uh, and hard-to-read experiences and allegations made against the the football club and uh, the people in positions at the time, including Alistair Clarkson, Jason Burt. And Chris Fagan, uh, these uh, accounts include and are not limited to players um, believing they were forced to break up with partners and pregnant partners because they were getting in the way of their football, uh, to distancing uh, to distance themselves from family, to remove SIM cards, to not be contactable by those partners and family members, um, accusations of intimidation or allegations of intimidation. And probably the most disturbing of all, a player recounting uh, being told, to make his partner get an abortion. Uh, the, the damage and the pain that this caused is, is detailed in these accounts and in this story by Russell Jackson from the ABC. It's, uh, it's deep, it's vast, and it led to one family making a decision to abort their next child so as to not cause another problem with the football club in their view. And, and it details uh, stories of multiple suicide attempts uh, from other play- from another player. Um, These accounts told to to Jackson are uh, believed to have also been detailed in an extensive external review that the Hawthorne Footy Club commissioned to engage external First Nation consultants, uh, and this is from their own statement, to liaise with current and former First Nation players and staff to learn more about their experience at the club. Um, That report is believed to have been tabled with the club reportedly uh, several weeks ago, but according to Jackson's story, support for from the club was only offered to those players uh, and their families once they found out about the ABC investigation. So it's a very, very sad day for footy. Uh, make no mistake about that and, and for our community and, and our country, our society as well. When, uh, when I read the story, initially, like you, I, I went through the, the gamut of, of human responses to utter shock, disbelief, despair... Your heart goes out to the players, uh, their partners and those families. You're at a loss trying to figure out how well, how, that, how could that happen? How could that be somebody's experience? And then as a commentator, you're angry with the game, that you live your childhood dream every week, being able to broadcast that this could be another First Nations player's experience in the game. Despite how many times we say it won't happen again and how many times we pat ourselves on the back saying how far we've come, one more example let alone three more at the one club and then as a Hawthorne member you feel a deep sadness you feel an incredible shame and you think no surely not at my club it couldn't be true could it and you learn lurch, lurch from being defensive to devastated and, and and everything in between and the men named in the story who from every account that I've been told about the ones that I don't know personally and and every experience I've had with the the one I do know personally, uh, are very good human beings and they'll rightly be afforded natural justice and will get the chance to provide their account of and their context to these events because their reputations are on the line here and so is their standing in the game. Uh, But as a game and as a country, we we just can't afford to continue to pat ourselves on the back for two weeks a year and Sir Doug Nicholls' round saying how important our Indigenous First Nations players are and our people are and then still have them leaving the game with this as their told experience, their first-hand accounts of what they went through as players and too many others have had before them and those scars that will never heal and then just nothing be done about it. So the game has to be strong and leadership is now needed more than ever. So the day unfolded to bring you up the speed with the Russell Jackson story and I've detailed some elements of it but for those who are going to want to ring and have their say and this is a platform for you to do that, could I just encourage you to read the story first in its entirety? Don't just read the snippets, the headlines, the uh, the, the, the bits that for time have been provided. Read the whole thing. Uh, f- early on this morning after that, uh, Hawthorne Footy Club uh, released a statement at 6.54. Um, early this year, the Hawthorne Footy Club engaged uh, external consultants to liaise with the current and former first nations players and staff to learn more about their experience at a club um the important work has raised disturbing historical allegations that require further investigation upon learning of these allegations the club immediately engaged the afl integrity as is appropriate Um, they've said they'll continue to support those who've participated in the process and their well-being remains a priority um The statement goes on. It's worth uh, having a read of that too um, to try and bring you up to speed in the best way we can. I I can't go through every single part of it, Um, but it is worth reading those and you can find them on the clubs and the AFL's website. Now, the AFL then released a statement uh, at 8.26 saying how seriously they take all the matters where people report experiencing harm, discrimination or mistreatment in our industry. Uh, They talk about recently receiving the document from the Hawthorne Football Club outlining very serious allegations gathered during the recently completed review. And the AFL is finalising a process to investigate the allegations and has sought further details of those who shared their experience in order to progress its investigation. The AFLPA then released a statement uh, saying they were very concerned about the details of the report. Uh, They've spoken to the AFL and communicated their expectation is that an independent investigation must be conducted. It also should be well resourced. And wide-ranging in scope, uh, so those were the statements that came out early this morning. And then, just on our station, Jared uh, Waitley uh, spoke uh, and led um, what would have been one of the most difficult three hours of broadcasting. Uh, but he handled it in the manner that he handles everything—elite. Um, and uh, this was Jared, who worked through it in real time. Uh, spoke to Luke Hodge, Patrick Dangerfield. This was Jared first up. As reported, it is deeply disturbing and quite horrendous. If I
0: could say this to you, it's, it's not quite enough to have skimmed the story, and it's not really enough to hear us talk about the story. It really does need to be absorbed in full and at length. Hawthorne evidently has had the report for a couple of weeks to do that. I don't feel like a six-paragraph statement is enough today is they have much more information than we are privy to on the outside. In a six-paragraph holding statement, moving responsibility to the AFL's investigation doesn't feel like enough to me. While we celebrate the Indigenous influence in footy at convenient moments with colourful jumpers, what is the reality within the game for those who strive to make it in Australia's great game? the constant instances of racism from outside, but maybe not the care that we would like to believe on the inside. And the other aspect is we are always demanding Indigenous players engage on our terms. This is how you should feel. You shouldn't take offence to that. This is a constant litany, and it is part of the Hawthorne narrative in, in recent times. A lot falls to Hawthorne, to the AFL and to Alistair Clarkson and Chris Fagan, who are elder statesmen within the industry and within the game in the coming hours and the coming days, there are really acute questions to be faced up to because I won't be the only one feeling incredibly uncomfortable that this if this is how footy operates, then we can't be, how can we be so devoted and supportive of it? This sort of brings into question all aspects
2: of footy. How it operates and the impact that it has on individuals. Jerry uh, Waitley showing us just exactly why he is the preeminent broadcaster in this space: poise and professionalism and uh, pragmatism and just the ability to grasp and understand where the heart of the issue is is unrivalled. Um, Luke Hodge, his initial reaction. Uh, to hearing this he he read the story before he went on air with Jared Whateley for his regular spot so Luke Hodge was captain at the Hawthorne footy Club at the time he read the story and then went straight on air and and tried to process what he had read oh, it was it was a tough
5: read there's there's no doubt I think anyone who who goes through that year it's it's a, it's uncomfortable to to go through and read uh, and your, your first thought go to the players that went through it the partners and the families that they went through because it doesn't matter what your job is, um, it's always family first. And that's the the first people that you look after. Um so to, to go through and read that, um and the, the what's been alleged is it's it's very uncomfortable. And and you sorta you, sort of, you wanna put yourself no, well, you, you can't put yourself in the position of those players and their families and what they've been through and what they've told. Um by by people who they're supposed to look up to. it's, it's an uncomfortable position for for them to go through and, and you in your feel for them to be honest i've I've only had it for about an hour so i'm I'm still a bit um unsure of my thought process because it's 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 a shock to the system because reading some of the the things that were alleged in that it's it's shocking terrible um but yeah you sort of you sit back and, and does it dampen the but well, what we went through as a group, um, we had a lot of successful years, but at this stage, that's irrelevant because of what young blokes were told or what they'll put through. Um, it's such, when you, when you get drafted to a football club, it's supposed to be an exciting time of your life. It's supposed to be, hey, my life's changed. Now I've got a pathway for the next 10, 15 years, hopefully. Um, that's not what happened with, with these young kids.
2: So, former Hawthorne captain Luke Hodge, who read the story and then went straight on air with Jared Whitley, sen.com.au, to hear the full discussion that he and Jared had. Uh, On the other side of the break, uh, we will bring you Gil McLaughlin, AFL CEO's statement. Tanya Hosh spoke the General Manager of Inclusion and Social Policy uh, at the AFL. There are statements now that have come through from the Brisbane Lions in regards to Chris Fagan, from Alistair Clarkson, himself from North Melbourne as a football club as well. We will update you on all of those and then give you your chance uh, to have... Your say uh, as well. 1-300-736-736. The Harcourts open line. You'll move your Harcourts uh, and you can text in on the 40 Winks temper text as well. This is the, the Macca's Run. Score a one in four chance to win with a Monopoly game at Macca's.
4: The Monopoly game at Macca's is back. Download the myMackers app and get in the game today. Welcome to the Macca's Run with Sam Hargraves.
6: What we've seen today is a challenging harrowing and disturbing read. I acknowledge the hurt, the anger and the grief of the people who have shared their experiences and told their stories and all of those impacted. I want to say to the women and the partners and also the players who have shared their stories that our first priority is to you and to provide the care and the support that you need. You've, heard, you've been heard, and as a support and a community, we will do our best to wrap our arms around you and support. It's important that we continue to communicate with you and to you. These are serious allegations. It's important that we treat them appropriately whilst also ensuring the formal process provides support to those impacted and also natural justice to those people who are accused. This is a process that is appropriate, that is held independent of the normal AFL Integrity Department response. As such, we are appointing an external, independent panel that will be made up of four people led by an eminent King's Council. The independent panel that we will finalise over the next 24 hours will be appropriately skills-based have the right mix of diversity and an approach that prioritises cultural safety for all those who have shared their experiences. We need to run a proper investigation to get to the bottom of it, and this is important, out of respect for those making the allegations and out of respect for those being accused. We need to provide natural justice and allow that process to go on But we will seek to have that panel in place as quickly as possible and work with the Hawthorne Football Club, the consultant who prepared the report, and the players and partners involved to engage with them to expedite it and not extend the trauma. There are so many people who are hurting today and have been hurting for a long time, and to all of them I want to acknowledge that hurt and so that as a game we will do everything to ensure that the hurt you experienced. Is not a hurt that is experienced by others.
2: That was AFL CEO Gil McLaughlin at a press conference earlier today uh, after details of first hand accounts, uh, well, first hand accounts were detailed in a story by uh, ABC's Russell Jackson uh, that uh, apparently uh, included in an external review that the Hawthorne Football Club have conducted onto the experience of their past First Nation and Indigenous players that has been tabled to the AFL as well. And now the AFL launching a four-person external investigation with a King's Council and the appropriate Indigenous and First Nations representation on board, Gill, had a message to those who have been impacted.
6: There are so many people who are hurting today.
2: Uh, which I just did play as part of that. Um, the AFL's uh, General Manager of Inclusion and Social Policy, uh, Tanya Hosh, uh, spoke as
4: well. Yeah, I, I mean, almost it's hard to find the words to describe how you feel when you read something like this, honestly. Um, but how I feel is pretty irrelevant, uh, What we need to do is really centre around the experiences of the people who've come forward. So I'd rather not linger on how I feel. I think what we've got to be very focused on as part of the AFL, as Gil has already said, is make sure that uh, the complainants are... First and foremost, um, our concern, how they're feeling, what their needs are, and we'll only know that once our examination starts. I think the country has a bigger problem. When the Do Better report was released, I said very plainly then that I think if you looked at any organisation in the country, specifically for... um, Issues in relation to the treatment, cultural safety of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, you would anticipate finding a problem. I don't think we're immune to that. It's really clear that we're not. Um, And so we will definitely think in broader scope when the time is right. But we've got a really urgent, pressing issue right here and now, which has to take absolute priority. But of course, we're thinking about the broader issues.
2: Uh, That was Tanya Hosh, General Manager of Inclusion and Social Policy at the AFL. So we're going through the events of the day chronologically um, and bringing you through how this has unfolded across the course of the day. Um, As chance would have it, uh, Sean Bergoon and Sam Mitchell were speaking at a charity event uh, today, uh, Sean Burgoyne, obviously one of the, the greatest uh, AFL players of all time, but he and Sam, uh, three-time Premiership players with the Hawthorne Football Club. Uh, Sean did take part uh, in this review um, as uh, a, a, an indigenous statesman in the game uh, and he and Sam Mitchell spoke uh, gave their reaction to um, these accounts today.
5: It's very confronting considering I was there um, and I wasn't involved in any of it. Because I would have helped and I would have definitely um, been able to hopefully uh, prevent some of those things from happening. When I woke up and, and read it this morning, I was um, upset, I guess. And I think you used the word um, disturbed. I think it's probably accurate. The fact that as we were part of a organisation at that time, it's um, enormously troubling now.
2: Uh, That was Sean Burgoyne and Sam Mitchell earlier today. So Alistair Clarkson has released an individual statement saying the health and care and well-being of our players, staff and their families were always my highest priorities during my time at the Hawthorne Football Club. I was therefore shocked by the extremely serious allegations in the media earlier today. I was not interviewed by the authors of the report commissioned by the club and nor have I been provided with a copy of the report. I was not afforded any due process and I refute any allegations of wrongdoing or misconduct and I look forward to the opportunity to be heard as part of the AFL investigation. I have today contacted the president of the North Melbourne Football Club and we have mutually agreed that I'll step back from my responsibilities at the club so I can fully cooperate in the investigation. There's a couple more statements we've got to get under, uh, get away so that you are fully briefed on what's unfolded today. And then Dan, Mario and Michael, we will take your calls and I thank you for waiting patiently as we work through it uh, step by step. This is the Macca's Run on SEN.
4: The Monopoly game at Mackers is back. Download the My Mackers app and get in the game today. Welcome to the Mackers Run with Sam Hargraves.
2: Uh, welcome back all to the Mackers Run, whichever category fits you best. Um, if you've been uh, with us through the duration, we've been working our way through the uh, pretty harrowing and um, distressing um, news of the day. Uh, in It uh, sent us from... A story that Russell Jackson in the ABC wrote that had uh, three different first-hand accounts from uh, three former Indigenous players, uh, three former Hawthorne players who are Indigenous First Nations people and their partners and families and uh, experiences that they say uh, occurred uh, at the Hawthorne whilst they were players at the Hawthorne Football Club and it is very important When you're trying to get your head around all this, that you read that article in full that Russell Jackson wrote up on the ABC. Um, But uh, we've been trying, we've. As the day is unfolded, uh, so too the responses have come uh, in relation to that. And we've worked through and we just heard from Gil McLaughlin, um, uh, Tanya Hosh from the AFL. I just read Alistair Clarkson's personal statement that has come through. Um, and there's just a couple more to read out before I get to your uh, calls as well. North Melbourne released a statement before Alistair Clarkson. Uh, the North Melbourne Football Club is aware of serious historical allegations made against individuals who worked at the Hawthorne Football Club including incoming North Melbourne coach Alistair Clarkson. The matters raised are now with the AFL's Integrity Unit and Alistair welcomes the opportunity to cooperate with any investigation relating to the claims. Alistair was due to commence work with North Melbourne on November 1st. However, he will delay the start of his tenure to allow time to fully prepare in the investigation. Um, Earlier on this afternoon, um, the Brisbane Lions uh, released a statement uh, and in that they said the Brisbane Lions are aware senior coach Chris Fagan will work with the AFL on an investigation into allegations concerning historical events at the Hawthorne Football Club where he was a former employee. Chris supports and welcomes the investigation. He was not consulted during the Hawthorne-sponsored review and looks forward to the opportunity to be heard as part of the AFL investigation, uh, which uh, that investigation, by the way, if you're just joining us, will include a King's Council uh, and three other members, including um, appropriate representation from um for Indigenous and First Nation Australians. Um, The Brisbane Lions and Chris have mutually agreed that he will take a leave of absence from the club so he can fully cooperate in the investigation. As the matters are now with the AFL Integrity Unit, Brisbane Lions won't make any further comment. Herald Sun's also reporting um, that Chris Fagan has been devastated and blindsided by the allegations and he has said that he has no knowledge of the meetings that have been alleged by uh, former Hawthorne Indigenous players. So... Um, the the men named um, in uh, that report will have a chance, and, and rightly so, to give their uh, account and uh, and and uh, and their context. Um, but there are obviously some big discussions, uh, and and the investigation will be wide reaching and and uh, and in depth to that. Um, so that uh, is essentially you up to speed uh, if you have just stuck with us. Um, just some of your reactions that are coming through. Uh, from my opener uh, earlier, you are doing quite well until you started uh, about them being very good men. Stop. Um, I, I, I take that on board. Um, what I didn't read after that as I was skipping through, and I've got to say, I was doing it maybe a little bit misty-eyed because um, I think for a lot of people this has been very difficult to navigate uh, through and uh, and very difficult to consume today and i'm no different to, to anyone else what i meant to say is that um that's not what's in question here and, and what's what that's not what the priority is here and what the priority is here is the players and their well-being and their welfare um i wasn't trying to throw up the good bloke excuse which has so often been thrown up um in football uh, in the past and in general life in the past but i so if i i take that on board and i appreciate that feedback um To your calls, Dan's in Geelong, who's been waiting patiently. G'day, Dan.
3: Hey, good evening, good evening. Uh, Just a couple of quick points. Yeah, you certainly hope Alistair Clarkson wasn't in any way, uh, you know, uh, aware of these interviews or even... I mean, he's still obviously got a lot of connections within Hawthorne because if he signed a contract with the Kangaroos knowing that there was something in the pipe works, and, you know, that that wasn't a full disclosure there... um, The other thing I would just say is, and I certainly am not defending uh, Alistair or or Chris Fagan in any way, but um, having worked in Indigenous communities uh, as a healthcare provider and lived in those communities uh, in New South Wales, uh, the, the most heavily populated communities of Indigenous people outside of the Northern Territory, some of the advice that perhaps they were given, which is to and yeah, I definitely need to read the article properly. But to uh, stay away from those areas and advice in regards to a, a child uh, not being born and whatnot, um, I guess I think they've really overstepped their mark mm. giving any sort of uh, advice in these areas. But yep. um, two of the two of the things that these coaches are often talked about is that they're seen as fatherly figures, um, and that's from players. And whether or not they overstep that mark. In that approach of, hey, don't go back there. This isn't good for you as a person or as a career. And We've seen what's happened to some people when they've, you know, um, been in trouble going back to certain regions, um, and 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 certainly the um, the advice might be very very overreaching, but might have come from a good place, but just really misplaced. Um, yeah, I just so- don't know the the rate yeah. the racial overtones that are put
1: to it.
2: Yeah, it's worth reading the full story, Dan. And um, you, you, it was explained by a few players today, and Luke Hod spoke about the fact that footy clubs often give advice about who people are hanging out with and how they're spending their time. And, and those are pretty commonplace discussions. But when it comes to matters of family uh, and when it comes to matters of relationships and when it comes to matters of uh, a child being brought to term or not, I wouldn't have thought, and hey, I've never been in an elite footy club, but I would never have thought that those were in the purview of a football club to be giving any kind of advice, let alone making any demands on. But those are the accounts of the people who have lived that experience. And at the moment, um, that's where our first and foremost concern should go to. And of course we should make sure that we are, are very conscious of the other people and, and those whose name have been put to this and, um, and who these allegations have been made to, that they get the support and a chance to give their side and, um, but that uh, that wouldn't seem to me to be an area that footy clubs should have any involvement in at all. Uh, Mario in Ivanhoe. G'day, Mario. G'day, uh, Sam. And uh, I
7: think you're doing a very good job with a very, very sensitive topic.
2: Thank uh, you. Can I just give you a
7: slightly bit of uplifting situation? Today, I was uh, very, very fortunate to go to a, a function at the Richmond Seafood Tavern where... Jimmy Buckley had organised a, a day where we had, you know, about three weeks ago, when Jimmy was asking us all to come, he said, oh, by the way, I've got the Brownlow Medal that's coming, and we all took, you know, looked at the sky, and uh, he said, oh, I've got Patrick Cripps, and I've got this bloke from GWS, and we were all hoping that it would be Toby Green, of course they turned up, and then he had Sellers, I know he's from the ABC, but they turned up, and we had Gareth, uh, the new bloke from your station, Gareth Hall, came, and he was master of ceremonies, and it was a great day because it was very uplifting, and that's what's great about Grand Final Week, where you can go to a, a lunch, and I think there was about eighty, eighty-five people, and we had a a rip-roaring time, and all were, you know, a good a good time. But this morning, I woke up at around five thirty-six, and I actually read the ABC stuff from, if you like, cover to cover, because mm. that's what doing. I do in the morning. I'm a bit of an ABC tragic and ABC news their their, uh, stuff is uh, online is pretty good. And I read it through. And I had a dreadful sense of foreboding because I'm a North Melbourne supporter and we've done it pretty hard for a few years. And, you know, I'm not saying that Alice is a messiah, but, you know, we've all been very buoyed about the fact that he chose to come to us and we're looking forward to the season and all the talk about what's going on in the trade and so on and so forth. But I parked it all aside and didn't really think too much of it. But as the day wore on, I had an opportunity to talk to my friends around me and none of us really wanted to get to the heart of what the issue is. And the issue is this, and uh, you know, if you could just bear with me a little, it's not a question of whether we've got an opinion on it. No one knows the facts. All we know is that people have made an accusation and we've got people on the other side who should be given the benefit of the doubt in the sense that they're entitled to due process. That is a process which Bill McLaughlin, and the AFL will run through, and given the scrutiny, we know it'll be done properly. The problem is this, and this is the question I pose to you, and you're a journalist, and you're pretty No, oh, I'm not a
2: journalist. I'm a commentator. That's, that's uh, offensive to journalists to say that I am one. Uh, they do four years or uh, right, university. Okay. I'm, I'm a commentator. All
7: right. all right. So you're a rational human being. Can I go Sometimes. to the end of the process, make this, ascent, this assumption, and I don't say it on the basis that anybody's guilty or innocent or whatever. But if after the process, after the process, it comes down on the side that guys have acted inappropriately, what is your opinion of where these people stand in the industry?
2: Now,
7: uh, I'm not, not presuming yeah, that you're Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I, process, that's
2: okay. You've done, yep, yeah, your preamble is spot on. You've, 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 some, yep, yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, to be honest, Mario, I haven't thought that far ahead. I'm still trying to get my head around the whole thing. Um, it, it will be, if that's where things come and that's where things land, I think it would be safe to say that that, that, that none of those people would be involved in football anymore. But there's still a long way to play out in that um, and, uh, and a thorough investigation needs to uh, be undertaken and which it will be uh, from the AFL the people that have been named in the article as part of those uh, anonymous uh, the, the three players their partners and their families uh, first hand accounts of what they their experience was uh, they will get the chance to to speak to those and so they should there's a long way to play out mario um, there is my first and foremost concern is is obviously to the people involved uh, at the moment but thank you for your call uh, michael's in collingwood hello michael
1: G'day, okay, Sam. How are you,
2: mate? Here, uh, yeah, thanks, Michael. Far away.
1: Yeah, look, Sam. I've noticed, like, over the many years, that you know, there's a high attrition rate at AFL clubs. Um, you know, you get these young guys; they come in and they <clears throat> they just put under so much pressure. The the chase to win, the chase to win that flag. You mm. they're abusing all sorts of people all the time. Um, and a lot of them believe, even even if they have talent, it's not just a talentless, well, there's no such thing as talentless, but, you know, even guys that could play have left the game because uh, they're asking them to change their lives too much. They're asking them to get out of their comfort zone too much. I mean, that young kid at North Melbourne, well, the number one draft, he kept uh, with his name. He went to Adelaide and they hammered him. I mean, you know, that could drive someone away from the game. And, and my suggestion is that, like, yeah, you, you had that Collingwood do better, and you know and this year it was Hawthorne and next year it could be another club and now after that why don't they just have an amnesty come out spill your guts admit put your hand up okay and uh, investigate all clubs everyone can say something it's going to ruin football
2: i i um I was thinking about that today Michael about what needs to what the afl needs to do after this and there's obviously a lot to play out with this i'm I'm being accused of being a fence sitter um I tend to make my decisions and and opinions based when i've got all the information so for that person who thinks i'm sitting on the fence i'm just waiting to 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 hear the rest of it before i cast judgment or or give my opinion uh in totality because there is still a fair bit to play out here and first and foremost our concern needs to be with those those players and those families uh, to make sure that they're getting all the support and care that they need uh, at this moment um and all involved as well so um I did think about this today, and, and I do think that there needs to be... Uh, maybe the AFL needs to go to all clubs and say, right, y- you need to come clean on everything you think might be said about you if we were to... If if everything that might be said about you in this space, um, if, if anything was to come to light. And, and I think it does need to be worked through, and I think they do need to get out in front of it. Um, I don't think these things heal until those things... Um, are acknowledged and and worked through and that speaks to a bigger conversation um socially doesn't it so yeah i think there will be conversations had with all clubs about you know why aren't all of you doing what what collingwood did why aren't all of you doing um what hawthorne did why aren't all of you doing that and uh they'd want to be a pretty bloody good reason why not i think um one three hundred seven three six seven three six at seven o'clock, the conversations are, uh, the conversations that could with Derm is on, and, and there's a lot of people ringing to, to have their say I'm going to try and get to as many of you uh, as possible. The Macker's
0: run with Sam Hargraves.
2: Uh, we are running short of time, uh, Dermot Brett and the conversations at are up next. Uh, that's why I've had to try and keep the calls moving because there's so many. So if you feel like I've interrupted people and not let them have their say, as a couple of people on the text are saying, it's not intentional. I'm not trying to speak over people. I'm just trying to get into the calls that are here. Uh, and just a couple, when it comes to Andy and Gazy, I, I listened to a lot of them today and I thought they were really well balanced, but they were passionate. They were Compassionate. Um, with empathy, and they are two people of the, the highest order um, and two, just two very big-hearted men. Um, so I, I don't understand that that's come through either. Um, Hayden's in Gisborne. G'day, Hayden. Hey, G'day, Sam. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for asking.
7: Uh, that's good. Mate. It's, been, it's been a big day. Look, I, I just wanted to say that um, I am a bit surprised that uh, we go off the back of the uh, interview, with, and also the, I'm not too sure the relationship between that and the uh, Hawthorne investigation, but the Hawthorne investigation should have spoken to both, uh, to all these um, um, you know, uh, people, uh, Clarkson, uh, Bert, and Fagan, uh, as part of their report. Because what then happened is we've got an immediate bias of one side of the story being given and no yep. procedural fairness being given from these people. who don't even,
2: at this stage, it's been denied that they're even aware of these. Yeah. Of interviews. Uh, No, yeah. So just on that, and sorry to jump in again, the one thing I didn't play was Justin Reeves, and I do apologise. Uh, the Hawthorne Footy Club did do a press conference today. Justin Reeves addressed why they only spoke to the First Nations players in their review. Uh, this process
0: was was initiated by the club, um, and it was to speak purely to our First Nations uh, past players and staff. We had no idea what was to come out of those conversations, so you know, we didn't speak to anyone outside of, of that group. Um, well, the, the consultants didn't speak to anyone outside of that group because it wasn't a, an investigation as such. Or there was no allegations. Or it was more of a, for us, as I said, to check in on people's welfare, well-being, uh, post their time at the club.
2: Uh, and Justin Roos did speak about uh, how, how disturbing and, and how upset the Hawthorne Football Club were. I do apologise. That is the one thing I've missed. So, um, yeah, I have botched that a little bit. Uh, and sorry, we do have to finish up now. Have a good night.